Hey guys, this is Alex. Uh, we're here with the Persona 5 podcast. A couple things to go over. One, this is a spoiler podcast, so we will basically be spoiling pretty much everything with this episode and the next one. Um, so if you haven't finished Persona 5 and you don't want to get spoiled, then pause it, delete this, don't come back to it until you're done. The other thing is we had some audio problems this podcast, so the, we lost the first 20 minutes of this cast, um, but then everything kind of normaled out and was fine. So uh, we're going to kind of jump into the middle of things, and then I will have a couple of clips from a couple of clips from the audio that wasn't affected at the end, and I will just give you a little lead-in on to what those are. Uh, so for... Jabs, Evan, myself, and our guest Todd from Basically Sci-Fi. Uh, welcome to the Fukatsu Gaming Podcast, and enjoy our Persona 5 episode. See, yeah, when we had this conversation, I wouldn't necessarily say it's any darker of a story. I think the difference comes in that it's just so much more relatable in the way it's presented to you because you have the the people that you go into the palaces and like the villains are like these could be actual people, and you know you kind of get that feeling that you're like, wait, like this is kind of. You know, some of these things might hit real close to home, whereas Persona 4, you're just kind of like, okay, you know, people are just getting murdered in a different world here. Like, there's nothing, like, you can clearly separate that out, but it's not necessarily more or less dark. It's just how it's presented. Yeah. I didn't like palaces, well, because... It was all about the bad guys. I feel like the characters were less developed. And I know, well, I guess it's more similar to 3 and 4. Everyone sort of had their, like... I mean, they essentially had a palace, um, each one of them. And that allowed for... I just felt closer with my team at the end of 4 than I did with 5. Okay. I yeah. just felt like I knew them a lot better, whereas in 5, I felt like I knew my enemies as well as I knew my friends, which is interesting, but for some of them, like, Kaneshiro, I, like, I, I don't, I don't care about Kaneshiro, he's just, he's just, <laughs> he's just a bag of dicks, like, it's not even, it's not even that interesting, he's just a terrible person. You know, with, um, Kamoshida, at least he affects some of, like, the group, you yeah. know? Um, Kaneshiro, we kind of just tripped over. So, were there too many teammates? Uh, it was no. I think it was close. I don't think so. Well, I don't really like October teammates. You know, it's just like it's yeah. too late in the game. I don't. I don't care. I, I'm not going to get attached to you. We're going to do like one fun thing together, maybe. Didn't did you just defend Haru? Because she gets, the, I defended her. She gets the best okay, skills. She is a yes. <laughs> goddamn force also, of nature. You also can't but, say that because in four, Naoto is the last character you Naoto. get. 
Yeah. Yes. That's my wife. And Naoto's the best character. <laughs> and, and you know what would have been better if Naoto showed up in the summer? If Naoto was there day one. <laughs> but yeah, they but could, if they, they gave you Naoto day one, you wouldn't would care been, about anything else. <laughs> it would have been solved by summer break. That's why they couldn't give to you day one. I think since we're talking about being close to the characters, I think honestly the reason you might not have felt that way at the end of five is because half the team is just morons the entire time (laughs) (laughs) and it's just so hard to like uh you just can't stand them by the end because they never get any better i don't know the persona forecast is not in full of you know road (laughs) scholars either i mean yeah but they don't actively do things that are just dumb like (laughs) but the only person who i would say does things that are actively dumb is ryuji i don't know i don't think and does anything like smart, but I also don't think she does anything stupid. Morgana does some some, some dumb stuff. I'll give you that. <laughs> there is also Makoto with Kaneshiro. Makoto does dumb stuff all the time, for yeah. no, which makes actually it makes perfect sense given her character. Yeah, but it still annoyed me. It's still it's still you dumb bitch. Stop. <laughs> Morgana, obviously Ryuji's the worst, but I just. Some of the things they do were just so petty and annoying, and they just kind of didn't add anything to their characters. Whereas I, I felt like I, in I four, need you to explain what is petty and annoying. And okay, give us an example. Cause okay, so I, I like Ryuji. I think he's smart. Uh, you, I know you're joking. But <laughs> no, you right? No, no, no. He's so he's always coming okay. out. With little bits of wisdom and bits, so, many chunks of unwisdom, but this is my problem with like Ryuji the entire game. I don't care if you're an idiot and you do stupid stuff, but like at some point, being in the group, Ryuji should have learned. Like one of the first things Ryuji does is tell someone who just found out about their about their mother's murder to not cry about it. Like I. <laughs> Ryuji does some odd things that just make him unlikable to me, and I just kind of, uh, it's just hard for me to get behind a character that just, like, is like that off the bat and kind of never turns a corner at all. And, like, no one really calls him out on it either, and you can't, which is the most frustrating part. Like, no one really calls him out until Futaba calls him a douche. And it's like, <laughs> by that point, you are ripping your hair out of your head because Ryuji <laughs> is being such an ass clown that, like, the team is falling apart. <laughs> literally. Yes, literally. And Yosuke in Persona 4 kind of needled, uh, I was going to say Kanye, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye Tatsumi, um, about all the, you know, him being gay. And it was, again, you couldn't really say anything about it, except you could be cool to Kanji. Um, and this, you can't even really be that cool to Morgana. So it's kind of like, you just feel, okay, I have to watch this. Yeah. Right, but I, I think, again, that goes back to the whole, it's sort of real thing. You know, like you have, like we have, and you know, <laughs> just drop his name. That's fine. Wow. 
We can, whatever. Yeah, I realize we could probably, we should probably censor that out. But we have a friend who sometimes he's just like, I'm going to be a flaming dishwasher. (laughs) And there's like nothing, and you just have to sit with it. Like, no, literally, how many times when that friend that I did not name because Alex edited out, how many times was he just a giant dick and we're like, I guess we just have to deal with this until he goes home. <laughs> Sometimes that's just what happens with friends. You have that one dick friend that, you know, for whatever reason, you don't say anything. So it's it's not like it's that far out to have Ryuji actually tear shit apart. I liked that Ryuji wasn't on your nuts as much as Yosuke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, 100% on that. Yeah, I... I will say that is a very valid valid points from both of you. Um, I, I guess I just got caught up in wanting Ryuji to be better than he was, That's fair. which yeah, yeah. isn't really fair to his character, since he does pretty much stay true to that. <laughs> I just kind, I just kind of would have liked him to turn, like, just maybe not turn the corner, but at least like turn and look and see that that it's there and like okay like i could see it off in the direction maybe at some point i'll get there but he just kind of blew right by it and it irked me a little bit also he's a moron he is definitely a moron (laughs) (laughs) he didn't deserve to get slapped when he came back from the dead oh he absolutely (laughs) deserved to get slapped he absolutely deserved that he just he he didn't deserve it for that he just deserved it in general. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, no, but Ryuji was a moron through the entire game. Everyone's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You're too loud. So what? He just continued that through the whole game, <laughs> which, of course, is a running gag, but just shows how stupid he is. Then what characters had good character development? Well, I think that's kind of what Alex is saying. For most of the characters we see, we didn't see too much development. Yeah. I guess Futaba, she had her... She had, she had a palace. Ladies. She had a palace. Yeah. And look what it did so for her. She ends up being, change. like, m- my favorite party member. See... After, uh, after Haru. I would argue that they, that they do their growth through their social link more than yeah. they do through... through the game. The main, like, yeah, the main story. So you you get the like their baseline character, like their baseline just introduction to their like character growth from you know the palace that you acquire the character. You you get you know a look into kind of where they started, how they got to this point, and then once you go through their social link, you find out where they end up. And I think by having it be mostly in the social links, it doesn't feel the same as the other Persona games where they kind of go hand in hand with the main story. Yeah, I I think that's why I was saying that there, maybe there's too many party members because all of them have character development that takes place in their social links. But, you know, there's people who don't finish all their social links. So therefore, it can't really impact <laughs> the plot of the overall story. Someone's still salty. <laughs> and still salty. 
it's, Haru was the only one I didn't finish. That uh, it's a fair point. I just it's, it's so also easy compounded to do all the social links <laughs> by the fact that they actually made a reason to have people other than your party members be a priority to social link with. Sorry, you can continue. Evan. The game is made to be played multiple times. So it's kind of they're not going to spell it out for you, but realistically, you could go through the game and only social link with the the members of your party. They're the only ones that you have to start social links with. And I think it's geared towards you finish Obviously there's reasons for you to go through your party members first. I say first, but you know, people that have played the game obviously know what they want to do, but you get a new persona if you get their social link maxed. You get all their skills and to, like I like I said, they they make you start the social link. So they want you to go through it. And I feel like they give you there's plenty of time to do all of your party members' social links. There is. But it obviously there's more going on and if you've played a persona game, you know that you have to do the other social links as well. But I feel like they do a good job of letting you know, hey, there's like these are the characters that you need to social link. So do these. If you don't want to, that's on you. Yeah, I don't know, man. Haru's dad died, and she is basically like, damn, that sucks. I'm going to dip for a week, and then I'll be back stronger than ever, and I'll get kind of moody anytime we bring it up, but otherwise my dad's dead <laughs> and whatever. And right I, I didn't do her social link either because you showed up in October, so... Um, but I spent enough time with the group that more character development should have happened through story rather than just social link. Because I used to spend a lot of time with them talking about nothing, basically. Because it's the fifth <laughs> time that you've summed up, hey, we really do actually need to go into this guy's palace and, and steal his treasure. Yeah, I know. I know. We've discussed this on Monday. <laughs> and, and I don't know. It just feels like one of those times, be like, you know, I just need a break because, you know, Ryuji's such a dick. Or, you know, my dad died or my mom died. All this crazy sh is happening feels separated from your group. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think we we raise that question, how can they fix how can they improve in six? I think there we go. Because I agree that having lots of character development through the co op, mm -hmm. confidant, whatever, I think that's really good. I yeah. think that is really good, but I think it is also very necessary to see that sort of uh, character development through the story, and that—that's—I felt that was going to happen with Ryuji and Morgana uh, when when we finally got Haru on the team. But after she came, he's back to being a dick to Morgana. Yeah, and like you—you you didn't learn that we didn't see that, and that was a perfect chance for some character from story story driven character development and they sort of i guess missed missed that shot they missed the shot for that yeah. so i think yeah but i i think the story is good and so we touched on a lot just now in character development the social link 
cooperation confidant system. Let's talk about why it was so good in Persona 5. Because there was a point to it. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that's that's probably straight to it. Straight to it. Uh, well. Evan disagrees, of course. Hot take. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. I just think it's it's not just that. Because if, you know, if they just gave you the skills, it wouldn't really, you know. Absolutely. You wouldn't really need the social link. You could just, you know, give me the skills. I think it's the fact that they're actually all, say for a couple of them, the the actual content of the social links is good too. Yeah. So you, you want to continue the social link. Yeah, there are a lot of ways to get behind doing your social links. Whether you want to do it for the story, the skill, whatever, it just it's presented in a way that just works, and you you want to take part in it. As opposed to just, I have to do this, it's I want to do this. And we touched on this earlier. I think a good point of the social links was that um, it it was great how at the, end of the so- at the end of the first social link I finished, which was the politician, he comes out and says like, hey, I know that you're a phantom thief. And when he first said that, when the first guy said it, I was pretty stoked because the the social link in that point or you know they call it confidant and so yeah they're they're confidant they're in on it Mm. whereas in persona 3 and persona 4 you've got your friends like in persona 3 you got your fat friend at the mall (laughs) who moon (laughs) i don't remember he just wanted to like try every cake in the world or something (laughs) (laughs) but like I didn't want to be friends with him. Yeah. There's like no reason to, except he gets you extra persona. Yeah. He didn't know I was saving the world. He didn't appreciate anything except for my ability to consume ramen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think uh, definitely what what Todd just said. um, What did Todd just say? I know what he said. He said the gourmet king was delicious. so glad we live in Japan. Right? <laughs> we can get some ramen. But, yeah, I, I think the character stories were all just, for the most part, they were good. And like Todd was saying, them being called, uh, like, confidants, I think that was really well done. It Again, for me, I played the game in Japanese with, like, a, let's say 80% complete understanding. So it wasn't until much later that I actually realized, like, you know, when, with the, what's the reporter name? Oh, yeah. Reporters. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. When she's like, hey, you got any scoops on the Phantom Gang? Oh, I'm like, my God. How does she not figure out I'm part of the gang? How does she not figure this out? But, you know, eventually you're like, oh, she does know. You know, they 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 do know and i think it is it is very nice like todd saying that they had i think there're lots of different levels to this how good the confidence are in this game you, you, they they sort of do actually help you out completely in the game 
um, they have good story, and they sort of stay in the story. You know, they're there at the end of the game, the confidants that you 100%. They show up at the end of the game because, like Ta'ad was saying, they're cheering you on. They know you're the Phantom Gang, but they're like, you know, this guy got his stuff together. He knows what he's doing. Dude, the the appreciation you get through the whole game is one of the best points for me. Uh, Persona 1, 2, 3, 4, you go to this secret world. No one knows how cool you are. <laughs> uh, like, I've talked to you before mm. about how in the other games, you show up at school, you're instantly the new coolest kid in school. And they appreciate you for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like, man, that guy's got style. <laughs> Not like, oh, he's got superpowers. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that. Like, when you were telling me that before you played the game, I'm just like, mm, yeah, that's exactly how it is in Persona 5. But no, it's the exact opposite. Everyone hates you. Everyone, everyone fucking hates you. Except when you answer a question right in class. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a baller. All the way till the end of the year, people are still like, oh, maybe he's not such a bad guy. <laughs> maybe he's not a delinquent. Maybe uh, he doesn't okay. study switchblades every night. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I felt like a little bitch. I did. But towards the end of the game, uh, one of the million times where you're like, did I screw up and get the bad ending? And Mishima comes out and is like, yeah, Phantom Gang. I got chills and may have teared up just like a tiny bit. Just a tiny, may, may have. That's, that's in there. If I did, they were man tears. What did I say? That's what I named mine. We were the Phantom Gang. Or the Phantom Gang. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> we, we weren't the Phantom... We, that's what I named my team. I just changed it to Gang. We were a Phantom Gang. So he showed up and cheered us on. These weren't good enough for you, man? No, no. We, <laughs> we were a gang. We are sporting red and black. You in the wrong colors. You in the wrong metaverse. Uh. <laughs> Not everyone called their group the culture cure. Is that is that true? <laughs> no, first, no, they did not. I was just gonna call ourselves the the culture club. And then I was like, no, the cure. <laughs> no, the culture cure. <laughs> the culture cure. But yeah, we were the Phantom Gang. Culture cure. What were you two? The Rail Tracers. Of course, of course. As the Secret Wars, like Star Wars, no, like Secret Wars, man. Uh, uh, Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> like the Luke Spider Man. <laughs> Way to go, oh, mom! <laughs> watching another Star War? No, mom, Spider Man. <laughs> Leave me alone. I uh, maybe teared up a bit. Oh now. boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, but so yeah. we're, we're we're saying uh back to it, the confidants were great and they had skills that 
carried over into battle. Which, let's talk about... Some! Some has skills that carried over into battle. Let me pause you real... Well, actually, I don't have to pause you because I can tie it in. Okay. I can tie it in. Yeah, so we're gonna... Let's talk about battle now. Let's talk about the the battle system. I I think it was a great improvement on 3 and 4. You know, the gun. You know, at first you're like, why do you have a gun? But then you're like, this is fucking cool. This is awesome. One and two. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was nuclear. Yeah, nuclear and the yeah. other one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the gun, the the extra elements, uh, nuclear, psi, the gun, really good. <laughs> like Todd said, they're they're. Uh, I guess that's not what it's called in, in gun version. gun element. <laughs> <laughs> really good tie tie in from one and two, and then also just like. I I may I may just be wrong. Did they have a a mechanic similar to baton pass in in the other ones? No. Yes. What? I oh, just heard sorry. One and two then, or um, okay. So similar, not directly the same. Uh, Persona one and two had um like uh so if. If one character used one element and another character used another element, you could put those together to make like a super spell. Uh, so you notice some of the personas that. at the end are using this move like God Hand, mm. right? So in Persona 1 and 2, you would have two characters work together to make that one super spell. Okay. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved. The baton, the baton pass. I just, I just, I just loved it. I thought it was great, great teamwork. That was, that was. Uh, I think I men- mentioned to all of you guys that one early game mechanic that every time it happened, I was like, "This game is awesome. This game is so cool." It was again with the the animation, the how stylish the game was. It just, it gave me chills every time. I thought it was awesome. Oh, when they high five! Yeah, that's it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. It's like, yes, and when every time Morgana high fives anyone, <laughs> it is that's the best high point of the game. Yeah. So, what what was your tie-in, Evan? Since we we're going to the battle system. Yeah, I was just gonna say a lot of the confidant skills are you know used in the battle system, but this is really more for the confidants. But I really. I was happy with the fact that I didn't like the reporter because her skills were completely useless to me. So that social link I could just not care about. But like I was saying before, they did a good job of making it so you really did need to do everyone's, save for the reporter. Um, (laughs) I could not stand Mishima and his social link, but in your first run through, his confidant skill is arguably one of the most important and so you know even though i didn't want to do it at all i i had to keep going back and like a drug yeah it's one of those things that just you know i'm i'm better for having to do that better off having to do that than i would have been if i just said you know let me just blow through this skip it not care about it whatever um but yeah 
that was what I wanted to add on the end there. But as for the combat, I I enjoyed it as well. Um, there were a couple things that were off to me, but they weren't like they didn't affect the game in any way. I just thought it was funny that you know like, they put like all this what? effort in, like hiding in plain sight. <laughs> it's oh. like I, I was all the for boss it. Battles? No, like no when you when you're dungeon crawling oh okay okay and you're like you know the enemy can blatantly see you but since you're you're in a hiding animation they can't like i abuse that but it seems like they could have you know done something to make that more seem like it was more you know realistic Mm. as far as the game went um i mean it's a huge improvement over bashing with your sword Oh, absolutely. No. I I absolutely agree with that. It was just it's just funny cuz you know, you have yeah, this new you can see me. <laughs> yeah, like this enemies can clearly see you get the vibrating controller when they walk by you and you're just like you can clearly see me, but we're just going to let it go and I'm going to ambush you now and take your money. But yeah. The other thing with the I was talking to Alex and I were talking about this. The baton pass is great. Mm-hmm. The all-out attack was kind of lacking. We felt like how just, so? Just because of how not the way it had been in the previous games. Or... Yeah, a lot of the time the all-out attack just straight up is not worth it. You're better off baton passing. Yeah, it used to be like somehow. I feel like it used to be a lot rarer to get an all-out attack. Um, that might have been because they had less enemies with weaknesses. Uh, that had weaknesses like in this game there's you know maybe an enemy without a weakness per dungeon um so you end up getting a chance to all out attack a lot and it just doesn't do that much whereas in um four that would be you're done except on one or two enemies who would be resistant to almighty for whatever reason the flip side of that is that they had to do it because of demon negotiations, so they needed you to be able to get into negotiations with most people, which means that you had to be able to get into all-out attacks on most enemies. So, like, I see why it got downgraded in quality, but most of the time, it's just better to baton pass to somebody with an attack-all uh, skill. So, I I think that might also have to do with uh, playing on the higher difficulty. Because when I, my first playthrough, I played on normal. And it wasn't until towards the end of the game that All Out didn't finish them off. Yeah. So I, th- I think just higher difficulty All Out might do less damage. But Yeah, but mm. at the same time, a difficulty should never make an All Out attack do like 30 damage. That's... Uh... That seems a little absurd. I was never down at thirty. <laughs> I, I think the the higher difficulty is not the way the game is meant to be played. Mm. I think it's meant to be played the first time on normal. Like no matter how pro you are at games, like <laughs> it, you're just supposed to be a higher level. So you turn the difficulty up for your second playthrough when you're a higher level. Yeah, but. Yeah, I I think like like what Alex was saying though, it it I think Alex, it gives you a good shot to use the other game mechanics. You know, yes. when when you 
the all out doesn't finish them off. It it and it does add that a little bit more strategy because before it's like okay down them all out let's move on down them all out let's move on which still works from time to time now but you also have okay down them do I get money items talk to them all out will all out finish them should I tag someone in there's lots more options you know that it gives you this time without the all out just being like an end game which yeah which hold on can we just mention yeah. the victory screen after all out they're so beautiful oh my god <laughs> and i'm so mad that you cannot screenshot them when i saw morgana's all out attack screen i like i don't usually get up and applaud a game <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cute. So cute. I loved it. Yeah, I... Um, what was I about to say? Yeah, the... I guess, after playing the game, the the biggest issue I have with the all-out attack is if you're going to have that, don't make it so that it's just... It really isn't ever worth it unless you know for a fact that it's going to kill all the enemies. And I feel like if you were going to have it do that little damage, you either could have, I don't know, not made it as closely related to the all-out attack from the previous games or made it something that, you know, you can only do this if you baton pass X number of times first. Something like that. I think this has a lot to do with limited MP and (laughs) the, the game trying to get you to leave the dungeon and come back another day. So, like, if you don't do an all-out attack and you baton pass and you waste all your MP, then you're going to run out, you're going to have a bad time, you're going to have to go home. So I think the game was encouraging you to leave. Yeah, not not one and done the dungeons. I mean, that's what I did. I think that's what we all did. <laughs> but, but I mean... I, I can I, see what you're saying if they didn't already... That just seems like overkill because they Again, already do make you leave. Hey, and Evan, mm. I, I, I really think it's difficulty because I did not have all out attacks doing thirty damage. And I'm just saying, even yeah, if yeah, it I, is, even if it is difficulty, it's still like, it's not a, it's not a question of like this isn't, it's not more challenging. It's just this is useless to me. Okay. This is never going to be useful. <laughs> If I down all the enemies and I did, you know, 30 damage to them, if I all out attack, I'm basically saying, please murder my party. It's <laughs> just, it's not worth it. Okay. You lose the down status, you know, you lose the ability to baton pass, and it's just kind of, I don't know. I just would have liked a, a little more thought to be put in the, you know, cohesiveness of it. It seems out of place given how everything else works so well together. Another thing about the baton pass that kind of bugged me is that uh, towards the end of the game, there were very small groups so of enemies. So really only about... I don't think past like 80 hours I baton passed more than once. You know, more than a handful of times. It's basically like... always to use gay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> MC 
does everything useful and then the one typing that I can cover gets thrown over and then then we can all out attack or whatever. And uh for a mechanic I like that much. It was it kind of sucked that um there were so many same type enemies grouped together so that you couldn't bump it around to party members. Like uh I feel like earlier in the game there are a couple instances where you know, especially earlier in the game, because you as the MC don't have all the answers and right away, and then you have to bump it over to Morgana, and then maybe on, and then the whole thing works together. But by the end of the game, not only do you have every coverage, um, there's just, even if you want to, there's just not that avenue to kick it over to the other party members. Uh, obviously, you know, we're being critical of it, but it's not to say that, you know, it's bad by any means. This is obviously something nope. new they incorporated. It's and not. It, it obviously, it worked well. It's just, you know, obviously it's one of those things that in a future game, if you tweak it a little bit, I think it'll, you know, work how they actually saw it being used in the game. I think part of this is boiling down to play style. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I... I negotiated a lot. <clears throat> like, uh, I, I, so you, you know, I was, I was collecting all the personas. I was really, like, okay, every time I did mementos, I would start at the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go through. Every time? Every time. And I would fill up my personas. I'd go back to the front. I'd mix them all together. And then go back in where I left off. <laughs> and I would do that every time. How long does game take you, man? <laughs> hours. Of just mementos? <laughs> <laughs> mementos isn't that hard. Yeah, yeah Especially when you get Futaba and she's like, Do you just want to go down? You just want to go down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So. <laughs> yeah, so that she's 15. <laughs> So are you. You're like 17. It's legal. Okay, but my character looks old enough. Yeah, he's always passing for an adult. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna go into this bar. Gonna hire this, uh, <laughs> this maid. Speaking of, on this doctor. of that, I kind of didn't like that. Felt like you missed part of the school aspect of having friends who were your age, and not just a bunch of older people you hung out with. Like, you basically have your party members, Mishima, and old people. And it makes sense, because... <laughs> and that one little kid. And the one little kid, who's just a badass for no reason. And it makes sense, because you need people to teach you skills, and then, you know, or have access to things. You can't find a 15-year-old with an airsoft shop. That obviously doesn't make sense. <laughs> but... You gotta have an airsoft collection. It's... It's just kind of weird. Then you also have a bunch of Mrs. Robinson type characters putting the moves on you, and you're like, "I just want to f- just talk to someone who's 17 <laughs> and not in my party." I just want to talk to someone my age. Yeah, hey man, you had base to Fumi. That, that actually, that's true. That's true. That was that was the other one. So there were like like three, but I thought it was a little bit weird. I I don't know, just. I don't yeah, know how to just... definitely yeah they could have switched some of them <laughs> like yeah 
Like the politician was my favorite one, but you definitely could have gotten a lesson on public speaking from someone your age. Yeah, the yeah. All right, guys. Um, so we're still going at it. We're gonna make this a two-part episode. Uh, so check in next week uh, while we continue our conversation on Persona Five, two maybe three-part episode. Uh, so check back in. And yeah, this is Jabs, Evan, Alex, and our guest Todd with Rikatsu saying peace. See you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, at the end here, we've got a couple clips of the audio from the first 20 minutes that were not affected. And we're going to start off with uh, myself talking about the confidant system. I don't know, man. Confidants are just so good. Like every every confidant was basically the best social link of the past three games, <laughs> with like maybe three or four exceptions. And to integrate them into gameplay rather than just having them be like, "Oh, you you want to talk to this person because you want to use this persona after ten times hanging out." Really, it's kind of a double edged sword because if you like a person, they have bad skills um then doesn't work out as much but there's really only like two people who have objectively bad skills so i just i they made that so good that it made me <laughs> made it hard for me to like the actual dungeon crawling <laughs> gameplay even though <laughs> you know i really do enjoy it that's that's how good it was it was just that every phase of the game made me upset because i wanted to play the other phase of the game And this last bit is just us comparing Persona 5 to Persona 3 and Persona 4. Thanks, guys. There you go. Yeah, it's like such a clear evolution from just each past game. Um, I mean, I'll, because I didn't play, I've only played like two hours of uh two i'm not gonna be able to comment on that or one at all really so persona 3 really started like your school life and so then you know instead of just kind of run around negotiating with demons and stuff you had to contend with like a schedule and then you had to decide you know do i want to go to tartarus tonight and you know get tired in the next day and then they had social links which you could also break and reverse them and they had a bunch of it was basically the entire foundation obviously for four and five and then in four you know they started to figure out what things worked and what things didn't like they got rid of the breaking and the reversing social links and they went from the dungeon crawling to being completely randomized to being semi-randomized and still not that great but and then five there's just so many different ways you can kind of mess with the schedule now um in terms of like you know you might be able to have one person give you a massage so you can do something after you go to the dungeon during the day instead of just going straight to sleep because that's Morgana's favorite activity um <laughs> you know and then the dungeon crawling we're out of the randomized it was you know completely crafted dungeons and 
instead of like running around with the sword swinging it you it's basically stealth and you're like darting between different points of cover and trying to sneak up on the shadows which uh makes such a big difference really in terms of just enjoying yourself um when you're rolling through getting from point a to point b in a dungeon because you know not every dungeon is going to be your favorite so sometimes just having it be a little bit more fun in terms of getting through shadows is nice and i don't know persona 5 feels like such a culmination that i kind of wonder how they can even more further refine the formula when they ever get to six uh which i think saying a lot yeah i i didn't play one or two at all um but it it honestly feels like they took three and four and just kind of took everything that worked and put it together in one game. They gave you, you know, the the endless dungeon, pretty much. They gave you Tartarus along with, you know, the dungeon, the palaces, which is basically putting together three and fours, dungeon crawls, and then took the social links and gave you more more to do with them. And I think the way they they went about it is actually one of the, the best aspects. By giving you the skills through, with the social links, it, it made it so you didn't have to... You didn't just completely ignore some characters. Like, in 3 and 4, it was really easy to just be like, I just don't like this person. I'm just never going to talk to him. Whereas in 5, you're kind of like, I might not like this person, but, you know, they make you engage. Or they make you have to strongly consider not engaging with, you know, all of your social links. And Mishima. It just enhanced <laughs> Mishima. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, I think it just enhances the whole immersion and the whole experience you have with the game as far as the story goes. Because it's just all that extra added depth to go along with it. But, yeah, I just... Like I said before, it really is just amazing to me how well they put everything together, given all that they've done up to this point. 